blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Here are your hosts, Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees, and I'm alone today. Uh, And we have got a fun one for you guys. My personal weekly pub trivia is invading Throwback Trivia Takedown today. One of my trivia teammates is competing against my quiz master. Uh, Really excited about this one. In one corner, a man I play trivia alongside nearly every week. He's a man who adores emo music, (laughs) a good your mom joke, and he just became an old, old man because he recently turned 30 years old. That's That's Jeremy, the Xbox lover, Andrews. (laughs) All right, Jeremy, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yes, regretting this decision to be here so much. Um, uh, The Xbox thing, uh, that's garbage. You know, I'm a Sony man. Uh, Yes, Love playing trivia with our team. I love Lizzie every week, of which we are, I would say, fairly dominant amongst our uh, local groups. Um, work at the city alongside Mr. Spees, so we uh, have to deal with each other far too much throughout the course of the week. But I am excited to be here and, and finally be on the podcast, so I'm very excited. Yeah, very happy about it, too. If you guys hear some audio differences, we're actually doing this one in person this time, not uh, over the internet, so I'm really, it's kind of fun to do an in-person trivia. Uh, but a man who is going to be Jeremy's opponent today, he does live trivia every week in multiple cities around West Georgia, and though he brings the questions, will he bring the pain today? <laughs> but I will say, if there's one thing I know about Brian... He's got no soul because he's Brian with the ginger gene green. <laughs> Brian, uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. No, yeah, man. Um, like you said, I'm the owner of Greenies Pit and really good friends with these two morons that I've decided to be on this podcast with. <laughs> I'm excited to finally be on this side of it, though, and you know, instead of you giving me the questions, so yeah. I don't have to work as much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to make everybody see that Jeremy actually doesn't know anything. Yeah. And just piggybacks off of you guys. I like, would say he is I probably mean, the least uh, important yeah. member of our team. Yeah. yeah. When well, he shows up. When he's most, not sick. Most of our team is very old, so they were there for <laughs> Shout out Jim and Andy. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, for everyone out there, it's time to learn our rules. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. Now that our people listening to the show have met you guys a little bit better, I want to know y'all just a tiny bit even more. Okay. And so I want to ask you to 
Who is your favorite wrestler of all time? I know this is a debated question. You two are both wrestling fans. Yes, very much so. Uh, Brian, do you want to give your wrong answer first? No, I'll wanna... let you give your wrong answer first. Well, this is a very difficult question for me, Mr. Spees. I could speak on this for several hours, but I would have to say, if we're talking longevity and the man who's changed the business the most, oh, I would have to go with the Ayatollah of rock and roll Chris Jericho, Le Champion. Y2J? Yes. In 2016, <laughs> when he decided to jump over and fight Kenny Omega in New Japan, it was the change of the century. It changed wrestling, gave, helped give birth to All Elite Wrestling, which is the dominant wrestling company. Shout out, get well soon, Mox. And yes, we are. Uh, yes, I'm sure, I'm sure Chris Moxley is listening to this podcast. I really, I really hope so. I love Mox. I hope that he gets his treatment. Love you, dude. Come back soon. So. Well, the gingers take care of each other, so he probably will listen to this podcast. Uh, we, we, kind, we kind of have a cult. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. So uh, with Chris Jericho taken, Brian, who who is your favorite? Well, Chris wrestler. Jericho has obviously been one of the worst wrestlers yeah. and should have retired back when Ric Flair oh had to quit against Shawn Michaels Woo! at WrestleMania. <laughs> Jesus um, but no, the, the best wrestler to ever wrestle, mm -hmm. Mr. I Lie, I Cheat, I Steal, Eddie Guerrero. I'm not going to debate with you how great think about Eddie how Guerrero much, was. Think about how much he did yeah. as opposed to Y2J. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's Eddie Guerrero that's has to be arguable. the greatest wrestler of Well, all time. the way this game is played, you play Kate to the host. And so I get to decide who gets to go first uh, in our game. Uh, the correct answer is Goldberg, obviously. Oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> As I grew up a WCW fan. The OG Brock yeah, Lesnar. Yeah, I love WCW too, but Goldberg, oh my God. What about New Jack? He doesn't know. I have no idea who that is. No, he does, he's not in it. I know New Jack Swing. <laughs> he's, 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 not, he's not in it like we are. So. I'm not in it like you guys. Um, picking between Eddie Guerrero and Chris Jericho is tough. I, I mean, I like both of those guys. Only Eddie, one was the first ever AEW world champion. Eddie Guerrero, one of the most influential uh, Latin wrestlers of all time. Um, I remember he had that thing with China. That was kind of like his mamacita for a while. It was classic. As much as it and he had the Dominic storyline. I don't where know. He was, oh, where they he was, fought. <laughs> yeah. where they did a Rey ladder Mysterio match for the custody of Rey Mysterio's son. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty. Yeah, it was something. Wow. Yeah. Um, all that being said, and as tough as this is, I think I like Jericho better. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's the ponytail. It's the ponytail. All right, so that means, Jeremy, you get to pick first. Excellent. Um, so I am going to go with the category of toys and games. Toys and games. All right. And your decade is the 60s. All right. In 1964, this toy was first released. You could choose from Action Soldier, Action Marine, Action Sailor, or Action Pilot. And the slogan was, America's Movable Fighting Man. Hmm. 64. Let's see. So, this is going to be much tougher than I thought that it was. So, um, I've got an answer. I'm locked in. Okay. Yeah. Just so I mean, you don't have to. You can. You don't have to say locked in or whatnot. Okay. <laughs> you can just talk it out if you want to. Now, if you do miss it, Brian gets a chance okay. to steal it. Uh, the first thing that came to my mind might be wrong. I think I'm a little too early for this, but I was going to say GI Joe. GI Joe. Uh -huh. 
is correct. Oh, right. He is America's movable fighting man. Awesome, good. Uh, all right, uh, Brian, you get to pick your category. And remember, Toys and Games is now off the table for this round. Right. Let's go with, um, let's go with sports. Okay. And your decade is the 90s. Oh, hell yeah. In 1990, this portly Detroit Tiger became the first American League player since Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle to hit 50 home runs in a season. Detroit Tiger in the 90s? Mm-hmm. Like 1990? In on 1990, the dog? exactly. Oh, gosh. That's a tough question. That is. I wasn't born yet. He immediately shot who I thought, who I was thinking. You're a young boy. 1990. I, for the record, I was not born yet either. I was a one year away. <laughs> not that old. I'm thinking this is wrong, but I'm, I'm thinking it's the OG Prince Fielder, not Prince Fielder Jr. Prince Fielder is incorrect. Yeah, that's a, I, I don't have anything better. I don't know much about baseball. I, I, Portly, I thought Barry Bonds maybe early in his career. I didn't know. He was a thin man in his early yeah, career. He, was, oh, yeah. he, he was played for the Pirates. He used so to steal bases have. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, as a trivia host, you should know one thing. When you answer a question about a name, just say the last name. Because it's not Prince Fielder. It's Cecil Fielder, oh, his father. Yeah. Because you said Prince, I can't yeah, give it to you. Yeah, I got, right, you should have right. just done that one. All, All right. right. So no points awarded. No. We are back to Jeremy. What category would you like? Uh, let's go music. Music. Your decade is the 60s. Oh, man. And we've got a question from Ian Schultze. Thank you, Ian, for submitting this question. The proto-punk band The Stooges was formed in 1967. Name the lead singer who is well known as the godfather of punk and for performing without his shirt on. Oh, okay. Um, um, so when I think punk and I think early punk, my first thought was Sid from Sid and Nancy. Sid Vicious, was that? No, that's a wrestler, but Sid, uh, was that his, that was his stage name or nickname, wasn't it? Sid Vicious. Uh-huh. Is incorrect. Yeah, I figured. Now, yeah, there was a Sid Vicious uh, who played with um, the who is the, the band that I am the Anarchista. The uh, oh, that's Sex Pistols. I think. I think he was part of the Sex Pistols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. Okay. All right, um, but no, Brian. Do you know who was yeah. the lead singer of the Stooges? I'm gonna be honest. I have no clue about punk. Period. Um, Surprising, since you are one. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Burns. Yeah. Since since we became friends, I've gotten a lot worse. Yes, this is definitely true. I'm a bad influence. Um, dude, I don't know. Just a random name. Let's go with one of the best names in music, and say Ozzy. Ozzy Osbourne. I'm not saying Osbourne. I'm just saying Ozzy. Ozzy. <laughs> he learned. He learned Ozzy, from his mistakes. Ozzy Osbourne is incorrect. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, this is Iggy Pop. Oh, Iggy bro, and I the Stooges, Iggy Pop. I should have known that. Yeah, yep. I should have known that. I just used their music. I'm gonna All that right, name. all right. Well, uh, no points awarded. Yeah. Uh, you, Jeremy and you know you guys aren't giving me a respect yeah, for well, yeah, my well. trivia game. <laughs> uh, Yours is harder than mine. Uh, it, yeah. The night is young. All right, but I have to see the people that I talk to, yeah. so we make yeah. it easier. There you don't go. have to uh, see everybody. Nice. <laughs> all right, Brian. Uh, quit making excuses and pick your category. Let's go with slang. Slang. And you're, we're staying in the 60s. Man, Holy moly. Awful. Okay. 
This word appears to be named after a particular actor because of his signature practice of keeping a cigarette dangling from his mouth even while speaking. It became a verb and evolved to include a sense of selfishness and excess, bullying and intimidation even. Its first known use in regards to excess consumption was in 1965. That was a long one. Uh, I I can read it again if you want. Yep. This word appears to be named after a particular actor because of his signature practice of keeping a cigarette dangling from his mouth even while speaking. It became a verb and evolved to include senses of selfishness and excess, bullying and and intimidation. Its first known use in regards to excess consumption was in 1965. And that was a question from Jackie LaFave. Thank you for submitting that, Jackie. Nineteen sixty-five. It was named after an actor. Those are words I said. <laughs> I wouldn't know what the verb would be. Oh god. Dirty Harry. <laughs> Dirty Harry is incorrect. Jeremy, you get a chance to steal. I have a guess. Uh, is it drag? What a drag, man. You know, like a drag off a cigarette or drag. A drag is also Damn. incorrect. No, this is to Bogart something. Ah, don't Bogart that joint. Don't yeah. suck it all up. Don't oh, take it all. Yeah. So yeah, 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 obviously yeah. for Humphrey Bogart. Humphrey Bogart, yeah. Okay. okay. All right, Jeremy, we are back to you. And left, we have movies, TV, news and politics, fashion, literature, and food. Let's go with movies for 800, Alex. Okay, I am not Alex. Uh-huh. <laughs> And we don't have numbers like that. Oh, but okay. instead of 800, you will get... Hopefully not the 60s. The 90s. Oh, okay. I'll take 90s movies. Let's okay. try that. Yeah, I just need to get on the board. Yeah, and this is, this is a tough one, though. Oh, great. <laughs> Name this 1996 biographical drama based on the life of David Helgoft, like Helfgott, an Australian concert pianist who suffered a mental breakdown and spent years in institutions... Lead actor Jeffrey Rush won an Academy Award for this performance. Will you repeat the question? It's so tough. That is a very difficult question. Name this 1996 biographical drama based on the life of David Helfgott, Mm -hmm. an Australian concert pianist who suffered a mental breakdown and spent years in institutions. Lead actor Jeffrey Rush won an Academy Award for his performance. That's really difficult. Um... Super difficult. Yeah, that's a say. <laughs> well, I've had I've had uh, I've had Jeopardy contestants. I've had Jeopardy champions on yeah, the show. So he's, <laughs> yeah, I mean we're we're right in we line. We needed to practice. Yeah, so. Jeffrey Rush. Um, I know this is the wrong answer. The only thing that's coming to my mind is a beautiful mind. I know that's not right. I know it's Russell Crowe. But Russell Crowe. Uh, yes, it is not yeah, yeah. beautiful mind. Uh, Brian, can you steal? The only thing I can think of is the pianist, and that's Adrian Brody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, the pianist, and that is Adrian Brody. <laughs> that is incorrect. Now, this one was crazy tough. I actually yeah, made this uh, as an Australian question. Uh, we had an Australian um, on our show not too long ago. Shout out to Frankie Mitchell. I know you listen. You're a patron. We love you. Uh, you guys didn't land on it when they had when it was uh, you on the show, but these guys unfortunately land on it. Landed on it. The movie is called Shine. It's so tough. But Jeffrey Rush is a phenomenal actor. Oh, yeah. So, all right, we're going back to Brian. And what category would you like? 
Just so the fat guy doesn't get it right, let's do food. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep some away from him. Yeah, uh-huh. I understand. I just that. I need to get on the board. But if I'm fat, so. wouldn't I know better at food questions? I'm not fat for the record. <laughs> I'm a very trim. You're yo, a very <laughs> trim 300. <laughs> yeah, very, very trim 260. Uh huh. All right. And your decade is the 2000s. Oh, okay. There's hope right. for you. Yeah. Right. In 2002, Sprite launched Sprite Remix. They were fruity variations with a Sprite base. Flavors included Tropical, Clearberry, and Blank Jam. The Blank being what Caribbean nation in that spot for this particular Sprite remix? Not up on your Sprite remixes. I wasn't allowed to drink caffeine. Remember, I was an athlete. Uh, and they were, they were discontinued in 2005. Uh, Sprite Tropical actually has made a comeback. Has it? You were an athlete in the way I was a Mau Mau fighter pilot. Oh my gosh. We're gonna go with uh, Caribbean Nation. We're gonna go with Bahama Jam. Bahama Jam is incorrect. My guess, Mm -hmm. going with the alliteration here, Jamaica Jam. Jamaica Jam. That was, yeah. Is incorrect. Oh man. I thought that was. No, they. This one was Aruba Jam. Oh, Aruba. Oh, I, these these did yeah. not last. I did not really no. drink any of the Sprite remixes. The cranberry life. Sprite is very good, actually. Okay. Yeah, I've had the cranberry it, Sprite. It is very good, yes. All right, Jeremy, we are back to you. What category would you like? Oh, let's... Yeah, literature. Why not? Let's go for okay. it. Okay. Your decade is the 90s. Okay. This comic series was first published in 1995 by Top Cow Comics. The series follows Sarah Pazzini, a New York homicide detective who comes into possession of a supernatural sentient gauntlet that bonds with a female host and provides her with a variety of powers in order to fight supernatural evil. There was even a TV series that ran for two seasons on TNT in 2001. Man, um, I am a very big comics guy, as you know. You perked up when I said comics. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, I did. You know, and then you perked um, immediately down when you described the comics. Yeah, when, <laughs> when you described the comics. <laughs> Uh, I've never heard of Top Cow Comics. That's new. That that is a new one to me. So we're obviously dealing with a more obscure character. Um, trying to think of '90s female lead comic heroes. Um, the only one that I can think of, which this is probably not right either. Let's go with Let's go with Spectre. The Spectre is incorrect. Yeah, I figured. Brian, can you steal? Can you repeat that part about the TV? In 2001. Yeah, there was a TV series that ran for two seasons on TNT in 2001. TNT. It's Dynamite. And the home of AEW Dynamite. Oh, Everyone's oh. oh see, I was I was doing the ACDC yeah, song. You see, TNT. You see. Yeah. It's Dynamite. Now I get it. That makes a lot of sense. Holy crap. Uh-huh. Even I learned something from yeah. you two fools. <laughs> you're not. You're. You're obviously learning something are we, here because are you're we not. Your, do- your worst trivia. Uh, trivia. You are level? not actually are so not far. Sure you're close. I mean, if you continue this, then yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we may be one of your more comedic though. Yeah. That's yeah. So yeah. you got that for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're fun, funniest looking. Symbiote. <laughs> I don't know. Symbiote. Symbiote is yeah. incorrect. Good guess. Yeah. No. This is Witchblade. Witchblade. Oh, okay. If you guys have heard, heard of that. Witchblade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I have heard of Witchwood. Brian, uh, left, we have fashion, news and politics, and TV, I think. Let's go TV. Okay. Your decade is the 70s. Oh, hell. <laughs> mm. 
Michael Landon was the lead actor in this TV adaptation of a best-selling book series that first aired in 1974. I think I actually know this. Uh Uh-oh, pressure's on. Yeah, it is, because I don't. 1974. Best-selling book. (laughs) I don't have a dang clue. Do you know who Michael Landon is? No, bro. Oh, okay. Don't show me your paper, though. Why do you? Why do you think? Why do you think I'm a host? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you're proving your hosting ability. There you go. Also, hey. your uh, trivia ability. Let's see. Um, Michael Landon, '74. Can't even think of a TV show that was out in '74. Let's go with Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch <laughs> is incorrect. Uh, Jeremy, can you steal right. this one? Uh, would you mind uh, so kindly repeating the question briefly? Of course. Michael Landon was the lead actor in this TV adaptation of a best-selling book series that first aired in 1974. So, um, Michael Landon, very popular actor from the 70s. Two big shows that he were that he was on come to mind. So it's one of these two a book series. I'm gonna have to say. I'm gonna sit back because he's gonna talk for about 30 minutes. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I think this is the wrong one. Little House on the Prairie. Little House on the Prairie is correct. Oh, all right. It was either that or I believe Rawhide was another. Uh, he was. He was on Bonanza. He was on Bonanza. Oh, okay. He was on that one. But yep. Little House on the Prairie is a great. All right, you doubled your score. I just started <laughs> watching Bonanza. Oh, really? Yeah. No. It's, it's yeah. not bad. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's alright. All right. Um, Jeremy, you get the steal, and you get to pick your category between awesome. news and politics and fashion. You um, always talk about how fashionable you are, and yet you stayed away from that category. Well, because you're going to end up with giving me some awful, terrible luck of the roll, and I will get some wackadoo fashion from out there. But uh, the hell with it. Why not? Let's go fashion. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> I lose me with news and politics, and I don't know anything about that. And your decade is the 60s. 60s, yeah. Of course it is. Named after a slender, needle-like dagger, these shoes reached mass popularity in the 60s while women wore them with their suits, with short boxy jackets, and oversized buttons. All right. Slender shoes named after a dagger. That sounds pretty badass in theory, actually. It sounds pretty cool, but... Um... Perfect. So, let's, I don't know, uh, pirouette. I don't know. Pirouette is I, a uh, dance I, move. That's a dance move. But yeah. you already said it, yeah. and so pirouette is, is incorrect. Yeah. Brian, you get a chance to steal. Do you know anything about women, Brian? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I do. Just wanted to make sure. Um, luckily, I was married, and that's how you were able to get Robin. Ah. So. Mm. <laughs> My fiance Robin. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, so it's resembles like a dagger. I said named, named after, a, named after a, dagger, a slender yeah. needle-like dagger. I keep going to those shoes. You know, this, we have we have a pair, but yeah, um, not women. Not shoes. yeah, not women. Not women. Shoes. Yes. I'm trying to remember the name of them, and I can't. So I'm just gonna say penny loafers because I can't remember the name. Penny loafer is incorrect. I'm looking for stilettos. Thank you. Stilettos. I was was thinking of the small, slender heel that they wear. All right. Uh, Unable to get the steel, but maybe, just maybe, you can get on the board with news and politics. News and politics. Yes. My answer is going to be Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Uh, Well, it's the 90s, so maybe. Possible. But probably not. Clinton. All right. This country 
gained independence from South Africa on March 22, 1990. Its capital and largest city is Windhoek. The name of the country is derived from a local desert, which is the oldest desert in the world. Did you know that? Uh, I have a guess at it. Dude, you jotted that down fast. It's the first thing that came to mind. It doesn't mean it's necessarily right, but... It gained its independence from South Africa? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Nairobi? If, if, your, if your thing is in any other continent, yeah, yeah, then it's wrong. Nairobi? Nairobi is incorrect. Yeah. South Africa, correct? Yes. Okay. Gained independence from South Africa. Uh, the very first thing that came to my mind was Ethiopia. Ethiopia is incorrect yeah, as well. That's regular Africa, right? <laughs> Joking. Uh, all right. No, this is this Namibia. Is Namibia. Namibia. So the Namib Desert is the oldest desert in the world, and Namib means vast place in its local language. You're as close as the end. You were. You were closer. Closest I've been all night. We have a pathetic score, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's not good. It's because not good. these are my friends, I can rip into them. Yes, you can. And this is sad. Um, Jeremy is not doing very well with twenty points. God, you suck. That is awful. But he is infinitely better than Brian, <laughs> who hasn't managed a single question right. Thank you, G.I. Joe. Oh, my Hey, gosh. I would have had the G.I. Joe. Yeah, uh -huh. well. I, I wrote it down before. Sometimes ever, right? that's that's yeah. how the trivia gods play things. And so. shout out Michael Landon. Uh, he's dead, <laughs> long dead, but thank you, King. Rest uh, in power. I'm going to blame it on the whiskey. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't Yes, we are having a whiskey. Weeks, so. That, amongst many other things, I'm sure he had blamed on whiskey quite often. Yes. Uh, I blame it on the rain, is what I do. Ah. Uh -huh. Hey, Milli Vanilli. There you go. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jeremy, yes. uh, because you went to, you went first in round one, yep. that means, Brian, you get a pick for Jeremy right. in round two to start All us off. Perfect. Oh, to start off, let's yeah. give him sports. Oh, he doesn't oh. think he's a big sports man. We'll see. On your decade. It's the 60s. We're getting oh a lot God. of 60s questions. <laughs> Awful. Wow. All right, in 1964, this heavyweight champion lost his title to Cassius Clay, despite coming in as an eight to one favorite. During the bout, he suffered a torn tendon in his left arm. He gave up after Clay took command in the sixth round. I know nothing about boxing outside of the big, you know, big names. Um, trying to think of some old, older boxers. Uh, what is the gentleman's name? Um, Buster. This is his first name. What's the guy's name? Buster. Um, that is a name? That Buster isn't. You are correct. Um, Buster Posey was the Giants catcher. Yes, Buster Posey was the Giants catcher. Yes. Buster Keaton is a famous yes, there are, yes. actor. Maybe he was a boxer too. These <laughs> are some, some Busters. So, um, actually, no. I think... Uh, Buster uh, Brown is a name. Yeah, uh -huh, uh. Uh, well, the Rumble in the Jungle was uh, Muhammad Ali versus Joe Frazier? Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier? Yeah, Joe Frazier. Joe, Joe, Joe Frazier, heavyweight boxing champion at one point, maybe. Joe Frazier, Frazier was... Stop doing that with your pen. You're yes, annoying I'm me. Very sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Frazier was definitely a world champion at one point, but he uh, was Much not way. the answer to this question, and he was not in the Rumble in the Jungle. I believe that was uh, George Foreman, mm -hmm. who was George in Rumble in the Jungle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, Brian, can you steal this question? Can you repeat this question? Of course. In 1964, this heavyweight champion lost his title to Cassius Clay, despite coming in as an 8-1 to favorite. During the bout, 
He suffered a torn tendon in his left arm. He gave up after Clay took command in the sixth. You said. I said Joe Frazier. No. I was way off. Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Sure, sure figured you knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Will Smith played him. He did. Very much so. Mm-hmm. His mama called him Clay. And you I said, called him Clay. You said it wasn't George Foreman. You have a set piece of advice. I didn't say it wasn't George Foreman. I said George Foreman was in Rebel in the Jungle. Oh, okay, well then that's who I'm going to say is George Foreman. Oh, it's, it's absolutely not George Foreman. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's too late, right? George Foreman. Uh, that was, I believe, that was later. Was it uh, the 70s? No, I think so. Yeah, yeah I, I don't yeah. remember exactly. But no, this is Sonny Liston. Oh, Sonny Liston. I know the name. A name yeah, you guys, yeah. yep, recognize. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, sports is off the table. Uh, Jeremy, what do you want to give to Brian? Oh, news and politics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Namibia question was fairly yeah. tough. Yeah. The thing I this stick out of. Yep. Hey, we're going to the 80s. I think this is Man, our first I 80s really question. That I could get some 80s questions. Yep. Hooray! In 1981, Hungarian-born Charles Simoni developed what program, which was the first GUI word processor? A TV channel with the same name actually premiered one year earlier. You work in IT! I'm going to say, say that one again. Hooray! In 1981, Hungarian-born Charles Simonyi developed a what program which was the first GUI word processor? A television channel with the same name actually premiered one year earlier. GUI word processor. Graphic user interface. Yep. You work in IT. IBM? IBM is incorrect. That was what I was going to say. Or- is, is is IBM a TV channel? No, that's what I was just trying to think. I'm trying to think of TV. I was trying. I was trying to think of one because there's so many different acronyms. So it's like maybe yeah, it could have been. Right. You never yeah, know. Yeah. Back yeah. then, WIBM or something. Yeah. Fair. A word processor. Um, GUI Java. Java is incorrect. Oh. I tried to give a little hint with the hooray. Because uh, it's kind of similar to when you say, bravo, bravo, uh, bravo, which bravo. was the channel, and bravo okay. was the uh, word processor. Yes, gotcha. All right. That wasn't very good. Didn't last very long. No, ex- I think probably word <laughs> came out a little bit later in the 80s and took it all out. So, all right. So um, like, come on, man. Yeah. Brian, what do you want to give to Jeremy? Well, that was that was news and politics. So mm-hmm. uh, let's throw him, um, as long as it's not a question about Sweatpants with flannel te- flannel long sleeves. Let's give him fashion. He loves his sweatpants. Yeah, I get so much. I have to wear dress likes every day of the week. So when it's my time, it's my time. Your decade is the 50s. Oh, oh great. Gosh. Wonderful, yes. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's our first 50s question. Uh-huh. Iconic in the 50s, what alliterative woman's undergarment was made famous by the likes of Marilyn Monroe and Lana Turner? Named for the conical shape they had, they were dangerously sexy. Oh. Dangerously sexy. Conical. Conical as in cone-shaped? Yeah, that's the word. Okay, that's conical. What that means, Good yeah. job. I'm proud of you. Ah, thank you. I appreciate that. It's not spandex. And you said alliteration, so obviously I'm looking for two words, correct? Um, gosh. I don't know. I figured I would know a lot more about women's undergarments at this point in my life, but apparently I don't. Um, cone-shaped, curve, undergarments. I uh, have that bustier. Bustier is incorrect. Brian, can you steal this? That was a good guess. I was gonna say something to deal with the brazier. Yeah. Two words. That's my assumption. Right. With alliteration. Yeah, yeah, with alliteration. 
Busty Brazier. <laughs> Busty Brazier. That's still PG, right? Yeah. Is much closer than you even realize. Really? I'm going for the bullet bra. Bullet, bullet dangerously bullet. sexy, oh, okay. and they were conically shaped. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we were we were, we were on the. Right you were, yes, you were, you're yeah. absolutely. You were thinking bras. Yeah. Yes. So. Well, first, are you not? First, I went to hoop skirt. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Uh, all right, Jeremy. What do you want to give to Brian? Let's give Brian literature. Literature. <laughs> that cracks me up for some reason. <laughs> the decade is the 2000s. I haven't read a book since 98. That does not shock me in the least. <laughs> in 2005, People Magazine named this person sexiest man alive, and you know that's all right cubed with him. That's all right cute. Cubed. cubed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Matthew McConaughey. There you go. All oh. right, all right, all right. Yes. Well, well, I thought you said cute, and I was like, he says all right, all right. He doesn't say cute. He's, yeah, he's, he's <laughs> good. He's job, Brian. Pretty cute, too. So He's also a professor at the University of Texas. Did y'all know that? I'm a big Magic McConaughey fan. He yeah. is, he oh, is excellent. Phenomenal. Actor. Interstellar is yeah. an incredible it is. It is one of Christopher Nolan's best it's movies. Not but not his best. But not his best. So much better than Memento, which is garbage. Memento is phenomenal. It is it's amazing. <laughs> uh, Inception is the best. You, you would be Inception shocked at how many times we have had this argument. Inception is great. All right. Uh, well, Brian got the literature question. He yeah. finally got on the, on the board. Woo! Cheers to that. Cheers to Brian being on the board. All right, Brian, what do you want to give to Jeremy? Food. He doesn't need any more of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. And your decade is the 90s. Ben and Jerry's rocked this new flavor in 1997. Oh, okay. It features a decadent chocolate ice cream base with gooey marshmallows, caramel swirls, and fudge Pisceans. Pi oh, and fudge Pisceans mixed in. No, nice. love Pisceans. Uh, this sucks. I'm going to go with Rocky Road. Rocky Road? Is incorrect. Oh my god, he's so rude. Okay, hey, he threw me for a loop. I thought he emphasized road, so <laughs> I'm gonna need him to repeat it because I, yeah, I, I'll stop listening exactly to what it. I thought, yeah. Ben and Jerry's <laughs> rocked this new flavor in 1997. It features a decadent chocolate ice cream base with gooey marshmallows, caramel swirls, and fudge Pisceans mixed in. Oh, is it uh, turtle tracks? Turtle tracks is incorrect. Jeremy, do you think you got it now? Is it fish food? Fish food. Pisceans, Pisces yeah. is another name for fish. Okay. Yep. And rocked, because they are a yep. rock band. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Okay. See, that's the, that's why I, uh, turtle tracks. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the turtles the were a band. The caramel. Sure. The caramel. Yeah, turtles were a band. The rock emphasis threw me off. So. Okay. All right. Well, uh, no points awarded. No points but, awarded. But um, Jeremy, you are picking for Brian. Um, we have movies, music, TV, slang, and toys and games. Slang. Slamming all the good stuff. Bruh. Right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and your decade is the 80s. Is huh. the 80s. This Italian word, referring to someone who typically works behind a counter, was adopted by English speakers in the 80s with the rise of coffee shops. With the rise of coffee shops. Barista? Barista? Is correct. Oh. It's Italian, and they work behind counters. Look at that. We're tied. Good job. Go. How you feeling now? About the same as I was before. You, you so. shouldn't feel that good because it's a low-scoring <laughs> tie. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, Brian. What do you want to give to Jeremy? Uh, let's go with. I'm looking at your sheet to see what's. Still Toys on. and games, movies, music, and TV. Let's give him music. Okay. Decade is the fifties. Uh. 
<laughs> All right, this is a finish the lyric question. All right, so I need you to finish the lyric yeah. of Bobby Darren's 1958 hit Splish Splash. <laughs> well, sure, why not? I stepped out the tub, put my feet on the floor. I wrapped the towel around me, and I opened the door, and then a splish splash. I jumped back in the bath. Well, how was I supposed to know? Or, well, how, how fucking A. Well, how was I to know there was a blank, blank, blank? Oh my gosh. I don't know, wet woman outside. <laughs> How was I supposed to know there was a wet woman outside? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, That's ridiculous. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. It was the 50s. A lot of things were ridiculous. All right, that is incorrect. Yeah. Have I you heard the song Splish Splash? I have not, no. I have. Splish Splash? But there's all, the you band. only remember like the certain part. You only right. remember like Splish Splash, I was taking a bath, something, something. Da, da, da. Uh -huh. I rub it up in the tub. Yeah, yeah. All right, Brian, do you need it again? Right. Uh, no, I don't. Because I'm going to get it wrong regardless. <laughs> <laughs> trying to see if like, I remember any of that. Well, how was I to know there was a blank, blank, blank? Howlin' Hound. Yeah, you're wrong. Hound. I don't even just keep <laughs> saying <that. laughs> You're incorrect. No, uh, you know, it was a, a splish splash. I jumped back in the bath. Well, how was I to know there was a party going on? Uh, yeah, splish splash. Very famous song. Apparently not famous enough for y'all. Uh, Should have changed the lyrics to wet woman outside. Wet woman outside. No, there was a wet woman outside. Uh, where was I? I believe Jeremy is picking for Brian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I just gave him. Yep, you gave him music. So movies, music, or nope. oh, no, music movies, TV, or toys. Let's go uh, TV. Okay. The decade is the 80s. We got a question from Jackie LaFave. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. The vision of this 80s Jim Henson production kids show was to depict not only a colorful and fun world, but also a world with a relatively complex system of symbiotic relationships between different races of creatures. It truly helped them dance their cares away and worry for another day. God, you're not an 80s kid if you did not get, get that immediately. Well, I, I wanted to say Fraggle Rock. Um, is, that what you, is that what you, yeah, let's you go want to say Rock. that or are you saying that? Let's go with Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. Is correct. Wow, I would. I had it wrong. Yeah, what did you think it was? The Muppets. Muppets. And I knew it wasn't uh, the Muppets. Yes. I, I heard Jim Muppets. Henson, and I immediately went. Muppets, Muppets was definitely in the seventies, yeah. uh, earlier. Okay, make sure to. Make sure Brian, to Brian takes the lead. <laughs> Brian takes the lead. I accidentally <laughs> gave it to Jeremy. Thank you for that question. He fixed yes. that one. Okay. That, that was actually. Fraggle have you watched Fraggle Rock? I have not. No. Dude, I loved it. When it I was, was great. Good. It was, was fantastic. Awesome. All right, uh, Brian, you are picking for Jeremy, and you're going to give him toys and games, or you're going to give him movies. No, I'm going to give him movies. Okay, save toys and games for yourself. Yeah. And we oh are my going. god! <laughs> Decade is the fifties. Good God! Stretch Armstrong. And we've got, we've got. It's movies. Oh, <laughs> the movie. Stretch Armstrong, the movie. All right. Uh, we have a question from Chris Hasse. Thank you, Chris, for submitting this question. This 1958 crime drama in which Orson Welles both stars and directs is set on the U.S.-Mexico border and is famous for its opening sequence where the audience waits for a time bomb to explode during a three-and-a-half-minute uninter uninterrupted shot. Man, I feel like I watched this in college as part of my film class. But... Now look at you. Yeah, now look at me. <laughs> um, gosh, Orson Welles. I can't think of... The only thing I can think of with Orson Welles is... Uh, oh, God. Citizen Kane, but... I know that's not right. Um, yeah. Rosebud. 
Rosebud, Frozen Peas. Sorry, that's a yeah, critic I, reference. Nobody knows that. Over, overrated movie, but... Yeah. You're overrated. It's a good movie. For 1940 when it came out... I mean... Or, or was it... Maybe 19, I just hated my maybe, film class. Or maybe it came out in 1958. <laughs> my professor actually had a stroke the first week, and we had some <laughs> teacher God. replacement, and she was garbage, so... <laughs> I hope that professor, I can't remember his name, I hope he's doing well. Um, he's listening right yeah, now. Yeah, he's listening to our <laughs> podcast. Maybe it, was, maybe it was 1941, or, or 58, whatever, I'm not going to give you any hints. I, I can't remember, I, Travels to Mexico. Uh, Travels to Mexico is incorrect. Uh, Brian, can you steal this one? I absolutely cannot. Uh, time bomb on the border. Time bomb on the border <laughs> is on the nose. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> but incorrect, no, this was A Touch of Evil. Touch, a of, touch evil. of evil. Yeah. Yep. So. Okay. All right. That means Brian, you are left with toys and games to end round two, and your decade is the seventies. This Milton Rockham Sockham. Is that your answer? No. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Name this Milton Bradley game first released in 1974, where players choose a color and then take turns dropping colored discs into a seven-column, six-row vertically suspended grid. Connect four. Connect four is correct. Good job. Very good. Brian takes a, a heavier lead. Brian has now I'm doubled. Now. Yeah, yeah. Doubled up Jeremy, who got yes. no questions right Zero. in the second round. Brian got four questions right in the. Oh no, or uh, no, two questions right because you guys were. were you guys no, no, no. No, got, I, got, I, got, I got four. In the you, had, you had nothing in the first, no, no, no. and all four in the second. Jeremy got two in the first, <laughs> none in the second. This is one of our most pathetic games ever. Um, but you guys, I hope everyone at home is having a good time still. We hope so. All right, so, uh, Brian, because you're in the lead, you get to pick your category that you want to go into our final round. Let's go with sports. Okay. And the decade will be the 80s. And Jeremy, you got to pick your category. Let's go with toys and games. Toys and games. Your decade will be the 90s. All right, so I need the two of you to do your wager based on 80s sports and 90s toys and games. So write down your wager. Remember, Jeremy, you got 20 points and uh, Brian's got 40. I forgot to do that little update, but Jeremy's got 20, Brian's got 40, so he's doubled up. He's kicking butt. wonder what I'll wager. <laughs> All right, you got your wager, you got yeah, your wager. wager yeah. Okay, now the questions. The first question in 80s sports. Randall Mario Pofo originally wanted to be a professional baseball player and was even signed by the St. Louis Cardinals out of high school. But thankfully, that didn't happen. And instead, on June 17th, 1985, he made his debut in the WWF, better known by this name. I 100% know this. I don't. <laughs> All right, and your 90s toys and games question. Name this popular 90s toy containing plastic cases that opened to form a dollhouse or other playset and included the mini and included the minuscule namesake figurines inside. Repeat that. I can. All right. Name this popular 90s toy containing plastic cases that opened to form a dollhouse or other playset and included the minuscule namesake figurines inside. All right, while our two guys are thinking about their answers, we've got a special message for everyone listening. Ladies and gentlemen, it's almost that time of the year. A time for fun, a time for family, a time for trivia. 
That's right, the annual Throwback Trivia Takedown Patron Tournament is going to be starting January of next year. So give a loved one, or yourself, the gift of trivia by going to patreon.com backslash throwbacktriviatakedown and join at any level before December 31st to be entered into the tournament. Happy holidays. Okay, do either of you guys need any of those questions reread? <clears throat> no, I'm good. Good? Brian? No, I think I'm good. You think you're good? No, I mean, I know I'm not good on the wrestler. But... All right. Brian, how about you tell us your answers for 80s sports and the 90s toys and games question? So for the wrestler, I had Val Venus. And then for the 90s toys and game, I had Polly Pockets. All right. Jeremy, uh, what is your answers? Um, for the 80s, I think I'll just do my impression. I think that would be... Oh yeah, the Macho Man Randy Savage. You're right. The Puffos. Yeah, I just the Puffos. That. And for ninety <laughs> toys and games, I also put Polly Pocket because I have no clue. All right, so Randall Mario <laughs> so Puffo uh-huh. is Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah, dig it. Oh yeah, the cream of the crop it rises to the top. Yeah. And the nineties toys and games, the minuscule figurines that were inside the cases. Is Polly Pocket. Oh! All right, so we have to find our wagers to see who won. Jeremy, as you were behind, what did you wager? I wagered all 20 points that I had. Woo! Okay. And Brian, if you wagered anything, you lose. But if you wagered zero, it would be a tie. What did you wager? Well, you always wager something, so I wagered 30. <laughs> Oh, oh, that is not good wagering strategy. Freak out, freak out. Freak out, and that means with a score of 40 to 10, he came back, he was in the lead. Then he lost the lead, and he came back. Our winner today is Jeremy Andrews. Cream of the crop. Hey guys, thank you guys so much for being no, on the show. Man, what an absolute us. blast. Yeah. yeah, I've been wanting to be on the podcast for a while. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, no, this was cool. Not our highest scores, but... We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, maybe our highest laughers. Thank you. Yeah, and we, to also, the Macho Man. we also got to finally have our guys night. We did. Which we means I have a trivia question night. for you guys. So. Oh, oh, all right. He is a quiz master. He is a quiz yeah, master. I have a trivia question for you guys. Okay. And right. you don't have to answer this on the podcast. <laughs> okay. uh-huh. Will we'll you see. guys be my groomsmen on May 14th? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I would be more than excited. Holy shit. What a shock here on the podcast. <laughs> so. Damn, son. Yes. Yeah. We will absolutely be groomsmen at Oh, I've got something going on that day. I can't be. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let me uh, check my uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't like you that much. So. <laughs> no, I'm absolutely, very, I'm very, very honored. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that's why I said. Much. You didn't have to answer it on the podcast. No, that's great. What an honor. What great content for your listeners. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. May 14th, man. May 14th. We'll be yeah, we just did it all for the content. Yes. I hate these guys. Shout out to Michelle. She's a sweetheart. She can do so much better than Brian. Michelle, Michelle, run. 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 Quickly. Right. Well, you got it. Thank you guys so much. And hell, thank you very much. That huge honor. All right. Well, for Brian and Jeremy, I'm Adam, and this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Oh, yeah, dig it. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown.
Hello everybody, I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia.